This podcast is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. <laughs> We're good to go now. <laughs> We're good right, to start again, Robert. We're good to go. <laughs> Welcome to... Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Un- Unconditional, uh, the podcast, even though we don't add the podcast into it. Uh, Robbie, Shane. Shane, how are you doing, mate? Good, mate. How are you? You're and, flying? Mate, fantastic. Great week. We've got our first live guest in studio, Kelsey. Outstanding. we got Blair behind the camera. It's, he, a full, it's a full house today. It's a full house today. The uh, reason we've dragged Kelsey in is she's going to, in the coming weeks, she has a lot of knowledge regarding property management. And I think that that's something people should know a little bit about. Obviously, in this market where it's really hard to find rentals and the demand is incredibly high and rental prices are going up. It's good to have a specialist as well rather than me say, you know, try and give the, give the discerning listeners here you know, my thoughts on property knowledge because I don't really have any knowledge on it. Yeah. I mean, if we want to talk about what cheese Shane off, I can tell you property managers get cheesed off a fucking lot more than you do. Yeah, they do. So we look forward to having her in the next couple of weeks. Beautiful. How's your week been, buddy? Uh, good. Uh, so my week in review, it's been a pretty hard week. A lot of stuff, uh, a lot of lot of building and pest issues. Buyers are becoming harder to deal with, I find. But I'm trying to keep a positive attitude, Robert, because if you put a positive attitude out, positivity comes back to you, they tell me. I've heard that. Um, so oh, I, had, I had something lined up on Wednesday night. I was going to go out uh, for dinner with a couple of old mates at the uh, at a Thai place nearby and then... Uh, Called, did the right thing on Tuesday, rang Lisa and said, Lisa, I'm not going to be home tomorrow night. I'm going out with some old friends. She hasn't met them, so she didn't know who they were. But I just said, look, I haven't seen them in ages. Used to work with them at the camping store in the retail life. And uh, she said, oh, yeah, no dramas. Well, that, that'll be nice that you get to catch up with uh, old mates. And she goes, I thought, I thought you'd want to go out with me, though. And I was like, why? And she goes, I'm like, why? It's just Wednesday. And she, we don't usually do things on a Wednesday. And she goes, what's the date tomorrow? Oh. So I'm I'm just I'm here digging pop, a hole. It popped up on my feed. I'm I'm here just digging a hole, digging a hole. It's Shane's third year wedding anniversary yep. on Wednesday, so I'd blown it. One of my best ever MCing roles, I believe. Yeah, uh, your wedding. Yeah, so great day. Got on the internet. Quick flowers sent for the next day to her work. The old panicked call. Can you get them there by tomorrow? Emergency. Emergency. How did you go, Robert? Mate, I've had a. Well, you're speaking about positivity. I've had a bit of a negative week, mate. Personally, I uh, had to leave had to leave the office yesterday. Get out when I had a game of golf with um, Adam Hope, who you will introduce at some point. Played the Devil's at, Hope, the Devil's Hope, Island of Hope, yep. the Great White Hope. There's many. Hope we, were, we were going for days. <laughs> uh, so we went around, had a run around Hope Island. My best round ever, seventy-seven. Probably doesn't mean much. Actually, you're into golf now. It might mean a little bit to you. Yeah. But we met a bloke on the ninth hole who was playing on his own. And he's come up to us. He's like, guys, you mind if I just join up with you? Yeah. Sorry, he seemed like a pretty cool geezer. A few holes into it, he's like, um, mate, guys, what do you do? And as he asked, what do you do? We've got to the ninth hole at Hope Island Golf Course. And it's the whole of Adam Hope sponsors. So he's got his, oh, God, he's got his nice. face up there. So He'll old, be on mate, buses next. old mate thinks he's rolling royalty. He's yeah. like, fuck, I'm literally, I'm, I'm here with the big oh, dogs. Can I get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? So we've gone from that to, mate, what do you do? And he's an international stuntman. Yeah, so he's a lot cooler than you two. Fucking cooler, mate. For the next four holes, I had stories about Margot Robbie. Um, he's been in Suicide Squad. Uh, if you watch Suicide Squad, there's an elevator scene where Margot Robbie 
does a backflip over a guy. That's him. Um, he stunt doubled. So he's standing there while she flips over. No, he's got got her in an arm bar or a hold, and then she hits him with a baseball bat. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So I watched it last night on YouTube. Probably put that on the socials. Could we? I don't know. Probably copyright there. Probably can't do that. But Blair's saying no. Uh, so we literally had the next nine holes listening to awesome stories from a bloke about how awesome Margot is. Will Smith, The Rock, Superman, um, and it. I mean, it was just fucking cool, to be honest. So great, great round of golf. So he's gone from... He's gone from idolising idolizing Adam Hope because he's yeah. got his signboard to me and Adam just drooling over this yeah. bloke and asking more stories about he's Margot Robbie. He's literally gone from meeting Robbie Smith Hope. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> unbelievable. Margot Robbie, Will Smith, The Rock. Wow. Yeah. It's unbelievable. We, yeah, I wish I got his socials. I wish I got his Instagram. But um, anyway... That was my social element, but uh, I mean, for, for, from a work perspective, listed three auctions this week, all set for three or four weeks' time. Yep. Um, I'm finding that auctions is probably going to be the way to go. Uh, we're getting a, a few tighter valuations coming in. Margins aren't as um, aren't well, as wide as we'd like. I've had a lot of building and pest issues this week doing private treaty. So if they'd been auctions, wouldn't have had them. So well, let's let's get straight into it. Auctions, do you this, like them? This week's topic, Robert. Auction? Why not? Let's do it. Auctions. auctions. You're a fan? I like auctions. Yeah. Why? Um, tell me. Tell the people. I, I need as much help as I got. I got they, three of them. They're hard to work for the agents. That's why a lot of agents don't do it. But I've found working with agents for the last eight years, a real estate agent will usually sell their house through auction because they know it gets the best price. But then for some reason when they do it for someone else, they don't want to do it. So I just find that odd. But it's really, it just means that, you know, you've got a set date when you'll probably be sold by. So there's no price. So buyers can bid up to any amount. Um, you know, it's cash, unconditional contracts. If you are an approved buyer... Finance approved. The bank said you're all good. Is it hard to, is it hard to get auction ready? No, you just need to talk to your broker. So I, I had a lady um, for one in street a while back, and and she rang me and I said, look, you're gonna have to come to auction. The owner wants to auction it, and she was the only lady I had. I called her off another property and begged her to come through. She came through on her phone. I phoned her through because yep. she's in Sydney. Yep. And she said, I just don't think I can actually get auction ready. And uh, my broker says I can't do it. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'll send you a contract. She was the only bidder. Right. I'll send you a contract so you're ready to sign it as soon as the auction's over at the price. So before that, she'd offered 605 for this place. Um, the owner was happy with that. But I thought, I, I rang the auctioneer. This is where having a good auctioneer like Danny is good. I rang him and said, look, can we get it a bid subject to a finance clause? Because you can do that. He's like, nah, I'm not going to do an auction with a, I'm not going to do an auction. Oh, amateur. Suspect We'd, spam. Oh, answer it. Answer no, it. No, okay. I'm in the middle of something. Um, so auction, yeah. So that happened the first. Sp- that happened the first episode yeah. we ever filmed, I think. Yeah. yeah, last week. So I spoke to her for the last time. I said, "Look, Danny's not going to let you bid. Um, it's just the way. It's, you've got to be cash unconditional." Anyway, she um, she ended up. I, I ended up. And this comes with experience when you use an experienced real estate agent. I said to her, "Do you mind if I call your broker and just double check on your behalf?" She's like, "Yeah, sure. That'd be that'd be great. There's no harm in it." So I rang a broker. Her broker was like, no drama, she can bid. Awesome. She's subject to bidding. So we got it a bid. We went down to the room, the in-room auctions place that we hold our auctions here. Great setup. You can do live stream. There's yeah. projectors around. It's, so it's a great setup. Auctions, and on the day, auctions are just a big show. So with this one, she was literally the only bidder. There was one other bloke from Sydney bidding, and he he only bid up to 500 straight off the bat. But what we did was we made it, because she was on the phone as well, and I was just talking to her over the phone, and the other guy was on the phone, and then we had the owner on the phone. 
um, essentially what we did is we played. I just said, "Oh, just hold on, Laura. Just got to just got to play the video for the rest of the people in the room." We played the video. This amazing house located in Upper Coomera, a thriving metropolis Ooh, where really? prices will be soaring. And then she's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's a few people in here. Anyway, it's all a show auction." And um, the owner heard the same thing. Anyway, we get to we get to it. She actually bids up to six twenty. And um, so we got more money out of her than the pre-offer at 605. She goes to 620. Me and Danny are talking to the owner. The owner goes, oh, 620 is pretty good. Like, I'd, I'd accept that. But what about all the other people in the room? And Danny's like, no, 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 this is it. There's no one else in the room. It's just a show. <laughs> it's just a show. It's There's no one else Smoke here. Smoking mirrors. Yeah. Smoking mirrors. You got it done? We got it done, 620. Uh, it was the best sale on the street. Um, but you just don't know. Sometimes you have I had another one where the room was full of people, and you know it's nice and transparent way for buyers instead of going private treaty, take all these offers. They don't know. Is the, the other agent presenting offers? Where do I see it? Yeah. It's always good to eyeball, isn't what, it? You know, Robbie Blair's made an offer. I can't tell you where it is, but what I can tell you is, is you know, you probably want to increase your offer. All that stuff. With he is op- Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so I don't know. well, that's right. He could never <laughs> buy anything with with auction. Uh, you know what Blair's bidding because he's on the other side of the lounge. Right? I do. I'm looking at him. Five fifty, six hundred, blah blah blah. So I think you've so got. So tra- it's transparent. Yeah. Um, it's cash unconditional, so you need to be ready. Uh, I've I've provided pre-sale building and pest inspections for my three auctions. Well, so it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. You're up front with it. Here's a copy. There's nothing to hide at this. Nothing place. to hide. We're all. Or here, so. half of it's been eaten by termites. Oh, yeah. Let us know where you want to. We'll see you on the day. Here, here's, here's all the problems disclosed to you. Well, we'll see how we go. We've got three weeks. First open homes of this weekend for them. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think I'm pretty positive we'll get a good result out of them. But we'll, we'll catch up with that in three weeks' time. If they go pear shaped, we might have a what's cheese Robbie off, what's auction cheese Robbie off. Well, it's a, it's a it's also a three step process. So if it doesn't sell in the day, and you're a seller out there going, oh, ours didn't sell in the day. It's like the stats say you'll be sold in two weeks after an auction anyway. Mm. But if you sell in the first weekend, how do you know you've got the most money? But if you've got a lounge room, if you've got bidding, you can see that everyone that's interested in your property's turned up on the day. Correct. To bid on it. I always thought it was a bit odd that you'd list a property, you'd have it open for four days, it'd be online for four days, you'll sign a contract and happily go into a 21-day finance clause. Mm. So you're going into a situation. It, it, it makes no sense. It doesn't I mean, make any the sense. The good thing so. is as well is, you know, if you've only got one bidder there, the auctioneer just bids. Correct. So, you know, the buyer, you know, and then the auctioneer sort of is another voice in the buyer or, the, you know, the buyer's ear going, you know, look, you might want to, if you can go up another five or ten, we might be able to get it for you. I don't know what they say. There's some sort of magic they do. I'm sort of start of auctioneer's course. Yeah, so I've not done. I've, I've done. I've done three quarters of the course and flunked out, like most things in life. You'll be right. Come back and do it. So, your auction is the way to go. If you're selling your home, you go auction. I think so. Yeah. Fantastic. I, Me I too. Like, but now, what I will well, say in a minute is the only thing I've learned is don't push it too hard because some people just don't want to go to auction. So I will you say You mean when you're in a lounge room trying to oh, I get just, the business? I just, yeah, I just give them all their options and say which option sounds the best to you. Yeah. Because I can do any of them. I specialise in all of them where a lot of the other people come in and are going, let's put this price on it or we'll hide the price and there's no plan. It's just like that's the way they do every single listing they get. But sometimes yeah. I just go in there and go, what do you guys want to do? Some houses are very unique, like the couple we've listed. And, I mean, auctions is the only way we can do it. So, we'll look, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Mate, that's, so that's essentially auction covered. That's my week in review covered. The highlight of all these so far from the feedback we've had has been 
what's cheese Shane off. I know. And the one, like, I don't really... Let's. You're play. an angry man. You are an angry man <laughs> for such a young fella, but straight into the intro. The intro's been hit as well. The intro has been a hit. Yeah. The, the graphics. What, a, what I might do just to get me in the mood for to be cheesed off, it's like, we'll play the opener now. Right on your back. So what, I, what, what did cheese me off a couple of weeks ago? This has nothing to do with what's actually cheesed me off, but let's go down the rabbit hole. Don't go like this. I know you're worried. Don't panic. Don't panic, Blair. Um, everyone's been, and this was for listener mail later on, but I just want to clarify something. Listener There's, mail? Yeah. A new segment? A listener mail. We've got mail that. coming in. What? We've got mail coming what? in. Don't you worry about that. But I've been told. Yeah. So we've got listener mail coming in because you don't come to post production meetings, mate. Post um, or pre? Pre. Pre production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's people out there listening to this crap. Um, so, what's she Shane off? So everyone's been saying, why are you in the Colonel Sanders outfit, Shane? Yep. And uh, I, have yeah. a, I have a bit of a running thing where um, with a, another colleague in the office where we play pranks on each other. I pretty much prank everyone. That's just something I do in my spare time. I don't really have any hobbies or many friends. Um, so essentially, oh, wait a minute. Suspected spam. Yeah, probably the same I'm getting bloke. the same person. Probably, probably, probably someone trying to sell you the top out on Google. Super. No doubt. Um, so essentially we play tricks on each other. Uh, for instance, um, I may have grabbed her car keys and took her car and parked it out the front of Ray White where she used to work. So she had to go and see them all. <laughs> um, so I've done that recently. Um, but so what she did, and it was a great thing. She, I was going to the RSL. I had the weekend off. I had it lined up with the fellas that I'd go to the RSL. Um, and I start getting all these phone calls and text messages about chickens. Um, and she'd, she'd put an ad out on Gumtree and it said I had chicken, free chickens to give away. My phone was going bananas. And this first lady copped a serve from me because I was in the middle of watching football, having beers. There was, there was some language barriers with her. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, what do you mean chickens? I don't even, I, I don't own any chickens. And she's like, there's no need to get so rude. I'm just getting back to you about your ad. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't own chickens. You got the wrong number, love. Anyway, phone rings again. Mate, got those chickens. The kids are pretty keen to come and have a look. So she'd taken an ad out on Gumtree. It cost her 10 bucks, but God, it made my life a misery. So that's why I've now got the Colonel, Colonel Sanders... Uh, uh, Photoshop photo going around the office because so that's, of the, the, the chicken. Yeah, you had the chickens for sale. Great. Yeah. What I was actually going to blow up about was is uh, body corporate non site managers. Well, <laughs> now you know within our building here. I mean, I don't I, the bloke. I, I know the bloke that runs the building. Great guy, and you know where I'm going with this, Robert, because we've spoken about this before. <laughs> he's put. He's had thousands spent on solar to go on the roof for this building to save money. The disabled toilet. <laughs> has not worked in six months. It hasn't worked in six months. I think <laughs> Have you ever seen it open? You've been here three months. It's never, like, it just says out of order because it constantly got clogged. I don't know what people are doing in there. The roof's caving in. The roof's caving Some in. The, it's the, all leaking everywhere. The air dryer fell off the we wall. We could be dead. It was exposed wires. Oh. And that was our argument, wasn't it? What if someone in there in a wheelchair doing their business and the roof caves in? You know what I've done? I've done a bit of investigating. There's there's a class system within this building. The people on the it's like the it's like the levels of the Titanic. On the bottom level, the toilets are all broken. All the fast food shops, all the people eating at the restaurants, they're all broken. You go upstairs to the toilets up there. There's music. Someone's spraying perfume. There was a candle up there. Everything works. You can dry your hands. 
Like, because we haven't had a hand dryer for over fucking years. And they're up there, there's a lawyer, doctor, and then there's accountants. accountants? The, All money. The, yeah, the, the big the ticket money. items. The money. There's signs there that say, you know, please use the complimentary uh, perfume after use. All this crap. I'm just, I've been going up there. And there, You've been sneaking upstairs? Yeah. Well, I've been going the opposite. Oh, yeah, you, you know, could, there's, oh, a, you know a, there's a toilet down yeah, oh, yeah, in the basement. Yeah, there's a secret dungeon toilet. And you know the only way you can get there is with a special key. I know. I've sourced and bought So it's a reverse a Titanic. The, the the best part of the ship's actually the bottom. 100%. I've known, it, it feels exclusive. I it's exclusive. Don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if the air would be as fresh as the top level. That's all. How, how often do you spend, how long are you in there? Oh, mate, like, you know, you get, you well, a couple, you want to be in there a while. <laughs> You want to you want to make sure that you do everything. But the other thing is, is we've got a building down the other end where there's trades um, doing their work in there. There's this bloke that's a like me stood on your shoulders long in height. He's a big he's unit. massive. He's a big unit. I've walked in after him he's about five times in the last two weeks. What upstairs? No, downstairs. Downstairs. My word, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what he eats. But it is, I walk in after him, he's like, hey, mate, because he left his key in there one day, gave it to him. I walked in straight away, could have warned me what he'd done in there. Absolutely horrible stuff. Absol- I know we've gone down a rabbit hole here, um, but I just think that, you know, if the office, if this place could get a bit of maintenance done, uh, that'd be nice. Shane, two out of four podcasts, you've spoken about shit. I know. You I constantly come across it. I constantly come across it. I usually just do, you know, we won't go into it. We uh, go into it today. Have you have you got anything for us? <laughs> I wanted to just take it back to uh, office pranks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're a bit of a prankster. Yep. You got a few ongoing battles with some staff members. I mean, we've had our own little bit of back and forth in the past, but uh, there was a story. There, well, there is a story of a of a prior agent in this office. Uh, I won't name names. That's kind of you, Robert. And evolving uh, another agent in this office. Once again, I don't know names. One of them may still work here. He had a photo shoot in a property. And this property, by memory, the owners of this property were uh, very religious. Christians, uh, they were lovely. I met, I met them once or twice when we t- took a few people through the properties. And above their marital bed was just a big blow up, uh, just a massive print of them on their wedding day. It's beautiful print. Like it was a whole length of the bed. This agent thought it'd be a great idea when the photographer did the photo shoot to superimpose the listing agent into the marital photo (laughs) and and, and send those photos back to the office without informing anybody else. So in in the process of just doing the business, those photos went live online And were first spotted by the mother, or no, the father, or mother or the father of the married couple, who was the pastor at the, at the fucking church. <laughs> <laughs> Phone call come into the office saying, what is going on? What, what type of setup do you run over there? Why are you superimposed <laughs> in the marital photo yeah. of my fucking son? Yeah. I mean, there's a... There's a learning there, I guess. There's proof, a learning proof there. Proof your photos when you get them back. Proof your photos. If, we, if you're going to set up a prank, yeah. you got to know when to end the prank. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of groveling. There was written apologies from the photographer and the agent. Mm. Uh, there was there was accus- Oh, there was fears that reviews were going to be thrown on Google. Um, 
this was three or four years ago. So, you know, yeah. those agents. Um, Do you remember when I got our old sales manager with uh, a phone call into the office? I, I phoned About him. his daughter. Yeah, we had a re- we had a receptionist, and she was really bad at taking notes, and she just wasn't probably up to <laughs> receptionist really level. And I rang, I rang and said, "Hello, this is Glenn Martin from uh, Channel Seven. How are you today?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, really good. How can I help you? Just looking for Jason. Uh, I'm from a show called Find My Family. We've actually lost his long lost daughter." Can I uh, be put through to him? We found his long yeah, lost we daughter. Yeah, lo- we found his long lost daughter. She wants to. Com- she wants to make contact. Anyway, she takes a. She he wasn't in, so she takes a message for him, and and um, he goes, he he he, he rings. It, so I left my number for him to ring back, and and uh, so he rings me and goes, uh, Glenn, it's Jason here. What's wrong with my daughter? She'd passed the message on. Not that they'd found his daughter, but that his current daughter was ill. Something happened to his current Some, daughter. Yeah, something has happened to your current daughter. How long did it take for him to clue into it? it was you? As soon as he started ringing. So as soon as I answered, he started blasting me. Yeah, he knew exactly. <laughs> he, he knew, he knew A had been done, but B, there was nothing wrong with his daughter. And then when he was going on about, they told me there was something wrong with my daughter. Yeah. And I was like, that's not, that's not the message I left. That's sometimes... Sometimes they don't always go to plan wrong. Pranks can go wrong. And you know, you've got to be able to pranks accept Pranks gone wrong. Pranks gone wrong. Not all of them can be good. That's why I don't really do many anymore, to be fair. Potential segment, pranks gone wrong. Pranks gone wrong. If you know of a prank that's gone horribly wrong, please let us know. The chicken, let us know the on the mailbag. Let us know on the mailbag. And you said there's... Uh, listen there's to mail. mail. We've yeah, got listen, mail. What is the mail? mail? What have we got? Listen to mail. And I, I have no idea about this, so this could be all about me. Oh, probably, yeah. No, probably we, scratching myself under listener mail from a guy called and we've hidden his name his name is Blair Dwarf he's written in he's written in about from episode one he's got some mail on he just went to the vet Robert did he yep uh, yep in brackets name changed to hide identity could be Blair Wharf <laughs> for we've blank your last name out if you want mate we'll stick with Blair Dwarf 1400 for dog to be treated for stomach bug so your dog had a stomach bug and you decided, you, I've had a lot of people come to me since that one and go, to Timo, another person, her dog just had uh, $900 spent on uh, something to do with ringworm. Yeah. And yep. now she's on a, now she's on a, it's a 900 up front. Now she's paying it, paying it to have antibiotics or some other crap. Yeah. Yep. So she's got to go back and, you know, they're juicing it up. So yeah. people are blown they're up. Selling. They're upselling. My sister's the only one. Everyone's been on... Everyone's been in agreement with you. They do feel there's a, a bit of a rort there. But my sister's the only one that took offense to that because she loves animals. Um, she yeah, thinks I, you're I, a bit I, of a jerk for saying it. But I've told you you're a good bloke. So yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? We'll be able to walk. You know what? She actually did say, uh, um, it's a shame he's married. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Sorry. Play the graphic again. I'll tell you what's cheesed me off. <laughs> Robbie's sister's got me now. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like animals. I currently have three in my house. All I'm saying is the, the bills... Are expensive. You took that, mate. My sister thinks you're hot. You took that. That's 14, what you took from it. Yeah, I know. And, and don't cheat. She's okay. We'll work through it, mate. We'll yeah, work through look, it. Look, yeah. Thank you. Fourteen hundred dollars. Blair's forked out, haven't you? Broke. Unbelievable. Or maybe a stomach bug. Yeah, for, maybe a stomach bug. And even a definitive answer. Outrageous. So uh, if you're getting burgled tonight. This poor bloke probably has no fuel to put in the fucking car to come and save your life. You're very well renowned for your charitable endeavours. Yeah. 
Maybe I should start a GoFundMe for people's vet bills. Maybe we should start paying Blair for helping us in the background. We could do. Let's think about we'll that. We'll talk about we'll that. sit on it. See if that fizzles out by the last episode of the year. We'll, uh, we'll recircle. We'll recircle that. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back to that by the time we get to the end of the episode. Brilliant. We've got a, a bit of an update. Blair's been working on the YouTube page. So the three videos have been up, uploaded onto that. Uh, we'll probably start sharing that link soon. I think once we get three or four... We're trying to keep them to around that 20, 25 minutes. I think we're okay. We realise that there's a lot more polished performers out there in the podcast space, but we're, we're working through it. We're getting better. Oh, We're committed. I'm just glad. This is a, this is a, we've been a month now. No, no. We've done a month of these. And the first, let me just let me just say, I, read, I tried to get some tips the other morning and I got in early, thought, I'll read some tips on how to do podcasts properly. Um, there's two different ways you can do them. Uh, you can write a script and have a full script for half an hour. No. Or you can go by the seat of your pants. I prefer that. Option B's for me. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse than reading a piece of paper. I prefer that. It's nice to have bullet points, which I don't even have that. You're coming yeah. in a bit, a little bit prepared. I need to work on that a little bit more. So, yeah. look, we'll endeavour to do that. Uh, we've pretty much hit our time limit, I think, so we'll, we'll wrap this one up for the day. But thanks very much for finding time again, Shano. Have a great yeah. weekend, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Be the, be the, be the pranker, don't be the pranky, Robert. That's all I'll say. Oh, I'll try my best. <laughs> Cheers, mate. There you go.